You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 285, posted March 2021. The Worst Pinata Party... Welcome back to Total Party Kill, the dog and pony show adventures. That's right, it's me, Tony Sindelara, Dungeon Master, and today it's time for the dog and pony show. A group of people, adventures, heroes, maybe, question mark, uh, are working their way through Barovia through the adventure, The Curse of Strahd. This is a particular Dungeon and Dragons actual play podcast where we make mistakes, and then we learn, and then we make those mistakes again. And then maybe we learn for real the next time. Uh, it is the year 2020 as we record this, and everything is just, you know what it is. Uh, let me introduce our players, they will introduce their characters, and then I will attempt to piece this together into some kind of Dungeon & Dragon podcast. I'm doing great, everybody. Uh, first up, it's little Dan Morin. Hello, big Tony. <laughs> That's bad choice, I regret it already. <laughs> Feels feels slightly anti-Italian, um, you know. Yeah, <laughs> Big Tony. Yeah. Uh, uh, hi, I am playing the Warforged cleric cast in Onatar's Crucible, or to his friends, the Sea. No, I got nothing. Crucible to his friends. Was the gist of that joke that we call you the Sea? Yeah, <laughs> like the ocean. Uh, I got nothing. You know, none of our jokes uh, end up to what we call summary or scrutiny, Jane. This I'm seems, just going to say, unkind, if I'm unkind going and unfair. For something classier, for cla- something classier, I, I would have gone with yeah. Le Grand Cru. Uh, <laughs> It's it's only going to get better from here, people. This is... Uh, Tiana, how much of that beer have you had? Very little. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh All right. Well, uh, let's see if she can do any better. Our next, uh, our next participant is the one, the only, Jane Ritt. Hi, Jane. Hi, Tony. I play Lena Dulina, the human rogue. Do you have anything pithy to say here, or are you just going to steer clear of that mess? Uh, I am called the ocean. That's not true. <laughs> I, I am called by many names. Also, I don't literally also both of those nicknames. There is not an ocean in Barovia. It is a landlocked mountain country mm-hmm. within a valley. So, yeah. All right. Uh, it's going to be one of those days. Um, start, starting at 815, people. Uh, next up, it is Aline Sims. Hi, Aline. Take us, Hi. Take us to a place of sanity. Uh, well, I play... No. <laughs> I play Imra Soliana, the Wood Elf Ranger, and her dog Androdite. And I, as I'm listening to this discussion, am sitting here wondering, what if sometime in the far future, aliens come to Earth and our civilization, civilization is gone, but there's one server left, and the only record of humanity is this podcast? <laughs> Just this episode. Just just this episode. This episode. Yeah, yeah. Um so I'm I'm contemplating that mm. as as we play. I think that's and, fine. I mean no you know, pressure, I mean I guess. couldn't do any worse. Not, I, I mean guess. if this like I mean civilization is gone at that point. I'm not invested is what I'm saying. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like that's you true. know eh, 
let, I mean, let, honestly, that golden record was a yeah. pretty low bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you want to do? Put right? some math problems on this podcast? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. Let the chips fall where they a may. A little Bach. Um, um, all right. Next up. Uh, and, you know, this player, I, I was thinking about this player. Uh, we had a discussion on our Slack earlier this week about uh, what way would Bucephalus the Wonder Horse uh, ride a skateboard, <laughs> specifically two skateboards at the same time, because that is how he would traverse Barovia, obviously. And I was compelled to make uh, an image of possible images of this, um, because I think about 40% of uh, this this whole podcast endeavor is my attempt to amuse Micah Sargent. Hi, Micah. <laughs> Hello, Tony Sindelar. I play Elevor Landman, the half-elf druid, also known as Large Body of Water. <laughs> but land is in your name. It's, I'm so confused. Mm. It is very confusing. Uh, maybe I should be called Tributary. Well, or like, it's like, you know, maybe he's like water an next to land yeah. or something. Like I don't know. And land, no landman is an island. You could be an Isthmus. Elevor Isthmus. Wait, isn't every landman land an island? <laughs> Every <laughs> oh my fine. gosh! I hate uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. You gain inspiration. Uh, Yay! <laughs> Wait, is that is that inspiration for me or inspiration for Unclear. Man? Um, do you okay. want to introduce your uh, your animal companion? Oh yes, and of course, Samus. Uh, I almost said Samus the half elf druid, but that would not be true. Samus <laughs> yes. is a saber toothed tiger for now. All right, and uh, next up, the, the heart of Total Party Kill, the person who does most of the work, uh, it's Erica Ensign. Well, maybe next to you, Tony. <laughs> maybe. Eh. Uh, uh, yes. But it's, it's about qual- quality, not con- quantity. <laughs> I make up for it in quantity. Uh, I am playing Brildish, a dwarven paladin, and also Brildish's uh, celestial pony, Pony Sindalarant. Uh, I Brildish is probably called like Puddle or something. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I I really I'm not sure why we're honoring Dan's choices by continuing this. Bit. I know it was a bad hard. choice. I it feels like we're sending him the wrong message. <laughs> oh no, I I am steeped in regret. Ah. <laughs> uh... Is that a water joke? Yeah, I couldn't tell. Yeah. Just like a haunted city. Speaking <laughs> of which. Segways. All right. What has been happening recently in uh, Dog and Pony Show? Because it has been a, a little while for us, even if you're listening to this way after the fact. Um, our adventures have been traveling all over Barovia looking for various artifacts and allies to help them against the devil that is Strahd von Zarovich, vampire lord of the Valeria. Uh, those journeys have brought them to the drowned city of Berez, one of the four towns of uh, Barovia until things didn't go so great. And Strahd basically had the whole town washed away by a river, leaving a bunch of soggy ruins that have just sit there kind of moldering for many years, but rumors of a weapon that you could use against Strahd von Zarevich himself had brought you here, and indeed those rumors have proven true, as Lena Dulina now wields the mythical sun sword, a sword only in that it is a weapon made of pure, holy energy that is vaguely sword-like. It has, the blade is pure, divine, holy energy. This is a powerful magical artifact that Lena has attuned with, and indeed, 
she now has the voice of the sun sword in her head whenever she holds the hilt and ignites the blade and that sword is filled with vengeance also we have a stone goat <laughs> you have a stone goat a yes. stone goat not a stoned goat but a stone goat Please remind uh, me about the stone. You goat? may remember that Elavor shaped stone along mm-hmm. with the help of with a uh, crucible as well, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Or no, no, that's right. We kind of fought for it, and you let me win, or something. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so Elavor shaped the statue into a stone goat, and I think as- I chose to forget we did that. that. That was the thing that we did. <laughs> Very fair. Don't forget it, Tony. You know why? Because it's canon. Mm. <laughs> The only thing better than a like- statue of a stone goat is an animated statue of a stone goat. <laughs> I know. Do, only do I any of you have that ability stone. currently? I don't think Let's make sure. I'll, what I'll level do you so. get that at? Because that's the level we're ending this adventure at. <laughs> yeah, the, the only thing that has happened in game since we last played is Lena is just standing there swinging her new sword around. Just you are zoof, swinging zoof, the sword and-, and the sword inside you. It, there's the sizzle as drops of drizzly rain get caught in the burning blade. And there, the one downside to swinging a, a sizzling sword that glows with holy energy is that there's really not anything else like that here in the swampy, gloomy mists of Berez. And it is a bit like lighting a giant signal fire. Um, well, Braldish, and- this whole time, Braldish is just staring like sort of open-mouthed. like Sword wow. of open-mouthed? The sword speaks to you, Lena, and the sword says, Yes, I have waited so long to be to be found and wielded by one such as you. Together we will serve such vengeance. We will we will cleanse this land of all the things that are unclean. Wait, is it evil? Can everybody hear this? Nope, just Lena. Um, So everyone else. Here's Lena in the middle of doing all of her like stances. Are, um, are you saying? Are you making sword noises when you do it too? Whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> no, she's just you know causing the noises to happen due to the sheer force of the swinging. Um, so everyone else hears Lena say, "Sword, I don't talk much, but for what it's worth, I agree. I am yours to command," says the sword. Uh, from That's out of creepy. the mist, oh, in uh-oh. several directions, I thought they were uh, you see some. For a second. Um, <laughs> that would be worse than whatever they are. Uh, you see several forms, uh, kind of. You know, the key word is shambling, shambling uh, in your direction. This is mounds, a game where I use they? dice. Nope. Are they scarecrows? Forgot to bring my dice, but thankfully, in my small home office, dice it's dark are just chocolate regenerate. with coconut. I am rolling initiative for these things that are going to kill you. We'll see if they choose. Do we oh, get to nice. roll initiative to no, kill the no, things? No, one's, this one's just me. So we're going to get me a turn. Um, <laughs> so. Then why are you rolling, Tony? Should the rest of us go? Or? You, should roll, you should roll initiative. Right. Okay, um, let's do it. I all right, several uh, corpse-like nice. creatures come shuffling out of the mist in pretty much every direction around you. Um, they are large. They look not totally physically intact, and their torsos look, Michael, you're going to love this word, swollen. Um, that's a thing that's happening. Why are their torsos swollen, Tony? Have they not Probably for, like, time? a really great reason, right? Uh. Probably 
probably for some really probably full of candy, right? Oh my god, they're full of candy. It, okay, well, I, it's uh, quarantine and, I, and it's rude to mention it. Can I roll insight on Tony? Yes. <laughs> okay, let's see. Try it. I gotta for I gotta remember what my insight is here. All right, plus yep. six. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, uh, that's pretty good. Eighteen insight. Seems likely that Tony's comments were disingenuous and meant meant to either amuse the listeners and or uh, depress you. <laughs> Darn it. There's no candy inside of the shambling mounds that aren't mounds. I, mean, I don't think we'd want that candy, Micah. That's also fair. I, yeah, I, suppose. I have placed you somewhat arbitrarily within the uh, kind of the bounds sure. of the graveyard. Uh, this map is not quite as big as I would like it to be in the dimensions I want it to be. But, you know, basically the idea is you are within this graveyard here next to the ruins of the church on the uh, west side of the map. And uh, there are a variety of corpses wandering in from uh Berez in your direction everyone i mean I'm not not that you're okay with this but everyone agree that is what we're seeing <laughs> i see it Seems i see reasonable. it reasonable yep are are <laughs> the squares five or are the squares uh, more than that the squares are five okay uh, i specifically went and got a different map so that the squares could be five okay um, that's awesome the map, the map as provided was not quite right um or it was much bigger scale so uh, there are a variety of, they're just, we're just going to call them distended corpses, shuffling in your direction. Um, Imra, Crucible, and Lena, you're going to get to go before the, cor- the corpses uh, close with you. Uh, then the corpses are going to go. They don't seem to be carrying any ranged weapons. So you suspect that they want to come in your general direction. Uh, Elevor, Aragal, Samus, and Broldish did lower than the corpses in the initiative order. Is that is that how combat and dragons works? Mm-hmm. This is everything you're doing okay? All right, so far so good. Ah, Brilliant is last. Story checks mm-hmm. out. Everything's everything's <laughs> as it should um, be. Okay, these creatures are very slow. I'm just gonna see. I'm do, doing some measuring on my sheet. Tony, they have, do they look undead? Yeah, I was gonna. They ask look the extremely same thing. undead. I, oh, I, people, no reason. People, people <laughs> I use the word shambling. Um, that is classic undead. Hey, when was the last thing that you saw that was shambling that wasn't undead? Shambling mounds. Me. Yep, yeah, that's mounds. about it. Yeah, all right, no, fine. I was going to well, say myself well in played. the morning. Oh, <laughs> that's, you're staggering, uh, Erica. That's a difference. Actually, it's more of a shuffle, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, there honest. we go. Yeah, shuffle. Shuffle's classy. Shamble. Uh. Um, all right, uh, Imra. So... Undead. I wonder if I need a magic weapon to really do damage. I would mm, possible, but you don't know that. You knew that you needed that, I believe, for the scarecrows. Um, I don't I know. That. I think I think you've experienced a variety of undead that did not necessarily need magic. Yeah, weapon. that's yeah. Um, there are enough that I don't want to risk it, so I'm going to yeah. It looks like there's approximately seven kind of converging on you from most directions. There's a church to your uh, uh, west that there are not any kind of coming through the church, but they are kind of coming into the churchyard from all the from north, south and east. So, Um, yeah, so I'm going to run to there's one to the southwest kind of out all by its lonesome. And I'm going to run up to that with my longsword plus one. And I rolled a 21 to hit. All right. You have no trouble 
slicing into that uh, shuffling corpse. I rolled a one, so that is three damage. Um, but good news. I'm going to go ahead and do that again. Uh, I rolled a 10 to hit that time. Um, 10 hits. Armor class 10, is 10. hits. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Okay. <laughs> no. Oh, no, you should. Yeah, boy. <laughs> that's, that's bad. Yeah, okay, so that's, uh, that's only four points of damage. Uh, it's enough. Uh, you slay the distended corpse. It collapses. You cleave it in half. And hmm. from its body uh, emerges yep. um, a wriggling mass of snakes. Uh, oh, no. like that. Hmm. Im- Imra, Imra doesn't, like, scream exactly, but there's, like... <laughs> A sound of terror emanating from her direction. I'm rolling initiative for the snakes. They got a 23. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so they get a different initiative? And, you know what's great? They go next. Yeah, awesome. Alright, awesome. Emma, you all set? Uh, yeah. Alright. Uh, there is just a s- kind of a slurry which is not the unit of measurement you want for snakes. Mm-mm. A slurry of snakes at your feet, uh, writhing around that have kind of emerged from where the guts of this corpse should have been. Hard to say. Value judgment vis-a-vis distended corpses. Um, and this swarm of snakes is just going to kind of swarm around you, Imra. I'm going to put the token next to you because it's confusing in Roll20 to stack tokens. But a swarm, good news about swarms. Well, news about swarms. Swarms can <laughs> occupy another creature's space and vice versa. Um, so the swarm is going to be all around you and is going to deal to try and bite you. Uh, many poisonous snakes are trying to bite you, Imra. Uh, let's see how they do. That's not bad. 19 to hit. Yep. All right. You will take seven. Let's see. Seven piercing damage. And you may need to make a DC 10 constitution saving throw as they get your ankles and your blood starts to feel kind of sizzly. Ah, sizzly blood. That is not like that. a condition you want for your blood. Your Trust me. name. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, that or it's a dish at one of, like a restaurant where they bring out the like, It'd be like young, young sizzly blood. Young yeah. sizzly blood. Yeah. Is this just like a straight save or do I get a modifier with this? Uh, I think you get a modifier. You always get a modifier, right? You have so a constitution it's, modifier? It's your constitution, oh, it's it's your okay. constitution saving throw modifier. Yes, which may be Got higher it. than or different than your thing. And you're, oh, are okay. you close enough to Broldish that you get the bonus to your saves? It You have to be... I feel like it's pretty far. I thought it was yeah. like 10 feet. Is it? Is it more? It might only be... Where is it? Someone in the... Uh, or, Simon. Yeah, it si- is only, it's only 10 feet. Simon points out his Dragonforge again. I would suggest that this is slightly less horrifying than Dragonforge because it came out of a dead person. It's more horrifying when a swarm of snakes comes out of a living person. That's that's, that's my ranking of snake corpse I have to hierarchy. Agree. Don't yeah. split yep. snakes, Tony. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't, Sorry, sorry. If your snake theory isn't intersectional, I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make the save. All yes. right, this is unfortunate. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you will take 14 poison damage. Oh, Lordy. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. 
Yeah. I'm going to tell you. That seems like a lot of damage. I just was wondering if you could double check that for us just to make sure. (laughs) Yes. These snakes, this is a swarm of poisonous snakes. They are challenge rating two. They do seven piercing damage. They do less damage if there's not as many snakes. They do 14 poison damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Understood. They are resistant to some kinds of damage. They are immune to some kinds of damage. Turns out you can't charm a whole swarm of snakes at once. That seems like a challenge. Weird. Um, Not a Mm. promise. Um, Snakes can't be frightened? Hmm. Ironic, since uh, Dan is frightened of snakes. Um, True. Ironic? This must be real fun for you, you Dan. It's not great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And it does, as you kind of, uh, as other people survey the churchyard, it does seem likely that the kind of, you know, there's there's a certain kind of movement to the torsos of the other corpses that looks like they either are full of snakes or some very strange undercooked pasta. Um, so, yeah. Hey, why cool. not both? Cool yeah. beans. It could be. Yeah. Um, so now Imra screams. Now Seems- I'm screaming. My Crucible. blood, it's so spicy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Crucible, it's <laughs> Sorry, your turn. Sorry, sizzling. Yeah. Um, well, since right. I think was just I had a it can be both. Crucible had a great plan that has been had a wrench thrown into it due to was that wrench you know what? was that wrench called Sink? Yes. Sink Sink wrench. It's like a monkey wrench. I feel like it's good that this happened in this order because maybe you would have like either wasted something or Well, let's discuss. I have questions. <laughs> Tony, perhaps you can answer some of these. Mm. One. I can try. Uh what's the challenge rating on the corpses? Uh <gasps> What is? What are you about to do? I'll tell you what the challenge rating is. (laughs) Oh yeah! All right, I'll tell you if you tell me first. (laughs) Do you get to know this? Do you get to know this? Usually, you don't get to know. That's true. Uh, I'll leave that to your discretion. So here's why I want to know. I can turn undead. Yep. Um, If they are a certain challenge rating or lower, they are instantly destroyed. And I guess my Mm. question is: Does destroying (laughs) the corpse before the snakes come out also destroy the snakes? I will tell you the uh, the snakes are not undead, and uh, Aline just destroyed a destroyed a corpse, and that but, was that was that was a ticket to Snake Town. All right. But there um, is a, a sweet spot where they snake. just flee, right? And that Which would is, be ideal. Yeah. So that <laughs> if you could thread the needle the and just make them is run then, away. What is the challenge rating of the corpse? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I will tell you uh, the challenge rating of the corpses, uh, and you know, I think. You know, I don't know if you totally know this, but uh, Aline, you hit a, a corpse on a AC of 10, yep. and you almost murdered it with three hit points of damage, and then yep. really murdered it with any additional hit points of damage. I'm just going to tell you, these corpses, challenge rating zero, Dan. Oh, boy. Okay, so, so I would basically poof. instantly vaporize them. Is that... Yeah, which is basically like... A snake fireworks show at that point. I was point. gonna say. I'm just yeah, gonna say gonna... This, these swarms of snakes are very dangerous. You may not want to fight seven of them at the same time. Yeah. So I guess. And have you heard of the idea of immersion therapy? <laughs> because you would be immersed. Are we gonna immerse them in fire? I'm gonna tell you. This is also that is not how immersion therapy works. They don't throw a bunch <laughs> of snakes at you. <laughs> they go sure one snake, and they nope, start with like a rubber that's too snake. Too many. That's too. Nope. They start with a rubber snake. Nope. They start with a picture of a snake. They would not like be like. Here is seven corpses. I don't want. I don't like any of this. On this. Yeah, that's. I would like to get some profes- professional psychops uh, for use against yeah. you guys. I've been my amateur psychological warfare is just not cutting it anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> I believe, but I am not a hundred percent sure. 
um, that using things that target areas um, is more effective swarms, against yeah. swarms. swarms yep. So I would encourage those right. with magical I have to go back to area, area effects. effects. I gotta go a little bit Although back to right the now they here. are around Imra, so you would slightly set Imra on fire too pro. Well, okay. Yeah. So it might I can, be worth it. I mean, so Crucible was ready to like ignite all of these corpses with uh with I was very excited. I literally and not you turned dead that, uh, turned yeah. undead in this entire adventure and I was like, finally some undead to undead. turn. And then basically you discovered these were not so much undead as snake walking vehicles. snake bags. Yeah. Walk, walking snake bags. Yeah. Snake vehicles. These are water now, now on Discovery Channel. Maybe we just run away. They only, you know, as non-snakes, they only shamble. We could that's probably true. get away from them. Yeah, that's, that There's was my next slot. thought. Mm-hmm. Um, can we go we into the church, maybe? These... What about that wall of fire? Dark chocolate. Uh, that's not a bad idea. I could do that. I think I've got that. Um, or would they walk the into the <laughs> right? But then fire the fire immediately vaporizes. But the snakes would still be in the fire. Can I? Are the they snakes sort damage. of piloting these bodies with little controls? What's the situation <laughs> here? I think, I think. I think there's. Is a this lot. an Evangelion? <laughs> are these parasitic uh, snakes? Or uh, you know, there's a lot you don't know yet, and that science doesn't know about. Full of I might have to roll nature. But it seems like they were zombies that happened to have a I, nest of snakes I'm in them. I'm just picturing um, a snake Jane, with a joystick controlling it with its tongue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see, I was thinking Jane, tail. We uh, just finished uh, re-watching Evangelion, which is a, a 90s anime series I have a lot of affinity for. But I think I think, I think it was, I forget, it was someone you retweeted. It may have been a sibling of one of yours who, somebody who was basically tricked into watching Evangelion because someone told them that Pen Pen was in it. Far more than they are, and I think about that. I, I think about that a lot because that is not that is an unkindness to do to anyone. It is, but uh, you still get pen pen. Very very rarely. Um, there's probably eight minutes of of pen pen spread across. You know, I don't know, eleven hours of psychological torture. Yeah, he stands out so much more in my memory. So. He's he's also very present in the merchandise. So, so here's is an there issue. Any way to... I can drop the wall of fire in a circle, but Imra's outside of it now, which has made this challenging. Uh, Save yourselves. Uh, or I can make it. <laughs> She's just going to give up. The other option is like, we do have You have a church wall that could be kind yeah, of. The like, other option you know. is 60 foot. I can make it either 20 foot in diameter, a ring, or a 60 foot wall, a 60 foot long wall. Line? Yeah. Line. Oh, okay. So I don't know if either of those, I mean, the, if we ringed ourselves in, that would be pretty solid, except for Imra being on the outside. Um, well, but also, what's step two? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> what's step two? <laughs> well, step two is they tried to come at us and burn to death because it does a decent amount of damage every time somebody tries to go through it. Uh, I mean, um, by your snakes, by your <laughs> snakes. Oh, let me just write that oh, down. Oh, wait, are we chanting? Hold on. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> I mean, I can put a wall up, but it's, I don't know where to, where to slice that. I don't think that. that we are, are we all within, like, 5, 10, so 15, I 20? Think yeah, if you, I, so you would be able to Aragal wall off outside two. Nope. If a I maximal go, If I go three. here. Oh, is it 20 radius? Yes. I was thinking, I was thinking Diana. Okay. Uh, I just feel say. like we've oh, faced no, off. Oh, no, I'm wrong. You're right. 20 feet diameter. Threats. Okay, so that's not. That's, That's a small circle. not feasible. Can I? Is there anywhere I could stand? 
no. Maybe that could be your next turn you could, is like... I think maybe we need to converge on Imra as fast as possible and then put the wall in between us. If they're slow, can we all just like bunch up kind of... Yeah, bunch up. Let's get together. So what, Let's get, what Let's levels... Get not to metagame too much, but is this like a a begin? Yeah, it's, because that's a level we do. Four. That's my top level. Ooh, because mm -hmm. we do also have like um, Mega uh, Witch, the lasagna to fight. Yeah, we're um, probably gonna see today. Yeah. All right. So I still think we should all basically because they're slow. I think we should all get down mm -hmm. towards Imra, get rid of these yep. snakes, and then figure out what the hell we're gonna do. Yep. Okay, mm -hmm. that works. Uh, yep. Tony, can I roll? I don't know what nature on these things. Sure. What do you want to know? Uh, I got a hey, two, that's so my role. nothing. <laughs> uh, that's why Elevore does nature stuff. I wanted to figure uh -huh. out if fire was particularly effective or something else, like if there was anything particularly effective against them. All right. Uh, I'm going to say with two, uh, there are no cannon. There are no snakes in Eberron. This is your first snake experience. Oh, boy. Uh, great. Well, I have very, as I'm going to say, a gonna say that you, the forge. You, very yeah. few things that feel like fire can't fix. So yeah, I'm gonna say. I mean, I I don't think there are, there are very few things in the natural world that are not hurt by by fire. Yeah. So these gonna... do not appear to be fire snakes, for example. So uh, yet, uh, yes. Crucible chants something, and he does a thing where he like kind of like runs the blade like through his hand, and it ignites in the flame. Uh, we so love cool. that thing. That's sick as hell. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Br Brildish also stares at that kind of open mouth. Whoa. And uh, yeah, so that was Searing Smite. Uh, and I'll cast that. Oh boy, you know what? We're going to cast that at a higher level. Let's do that at a level. Uh, let's do that at a level two. So when I attack, I'll be doing 2d6 fire damage in addition to my normal damage. So yeah, let's, uh, let's hit the snakes with this and see how it goes. Uh, okay, so that is, uh, boy, that was some bad rolling there. I rolled a one, and then also a one, uh, on a, <laughs> AC is 12. Well, a 12 hit. A 12 will not hit a swarm of snakes, I'm sorry. Well, that was, uh, pretty anticlimactic then. Cool beans. Does it stay active until the next yeah, time Yeah, it's concentration. Hit? It's cute. It's it's lasts for like a minute. So my my Yikolwa is basically on fire actively. Burning. All right. I have a question. Lena, whose sword is now on fire, gives you a nod. Mm -hmm. Is was there? Uh, did the snake seem to like shy back from the flame, or did they seem to not even notice it? I'm just curious because I was staring um, very closely at that flaming weapon, so I would like to know. Was, what he saw. he stabbed in the direction of the snakes, and the swarm of snakes kind of like scattered and reformed. Okay, you know, in the so area, so it's not they, like they, they 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 look like they're immune to fire or anything. No, like I that. I don't know why you guys are carrying so much snake baggage today. <laughs> so, <laughs> like. I brought you corpses that were full of snakes. I feel like that was a level of horror that's just sufficient. And you guys are like, no, these must be cancer snakes, fire snakes, monkey snakes. And it's like, couldn't they, they just be snakes, corpses full of snakes? Was that not horrible enough? Not in 2020. You, yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> the bar right. has been raised. I know that we have chosen a game that is a gothic horror as our escapism. But still, come on, people. <laughs> well, I'm done. Right. Lena, what do you got? All right. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, Lena wants to try out her new sword. Um, she's very sad that there seem to be consequences for killing the undead because she was really looking forward to doing that. Um, but instead, she's going to run over to her good pal Imra and try to do a good do a good snake stab. Snake, snake stab. stab. Remember, the snakes are in the same square as Imra. Yes, that's ah, okay. okay. That does not. I don't think that impedes your ability to hit them. So with it's, her, it's mainly. Um, I don't know if mechanically it matters at all so much as it's creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, um, mostly, it just feels very warm, Imra. Yes. Um, as I presumably hit the snakes so with a twenty-three. All right, you nice. slice into tonight. the pile of snakes, cut, cutting out a, a hot piece of snake pie. Um, oh. <laughs> It's a Nebraska delicacy. That's not true. <laughs> um, I, I hate that a lot. Um, yep. So that will be um, 11 radiant damage. And is it followed... probably slashing? Uh, it is... Um, it's radiant. Okay, so it's just 11 radiant. So they're going to take 11 damage. Yep. Um, do you and... also do slashing damage with that? Uh, nope, it's just that the damage type is radiant. Is the damage also? I'm just wondering, because they are <laughs> resistant to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. Does the, the it, entire it the sword no longer counts as any of those things? Damage type, colon, radiant icon, and the word radiant. Alright, I guess that's, that's, that's good. Because it's effectively a lightsaber, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, that's not really slashing. Yeah, right. it, it's okay. like it the molten plasma blade. of the sun. But um, since you pushed me, I also do uh, 15 sneak attack damage, also radiant. All right. Well, guess what? You're great at killing snakes, even though they are not undead. Uh, that snake pile is uh, like half a snake pile at this point, which means it does do less damage when it bites. Still does lots of damage on a poison. Um, mm-hmm. So... Yeah, but at least we're here together. Um, <laughs> and then I am going to do this with my offhand. I don't anticipate this being especially uh, impactful, but that's going to be a sixteen to hit snakes. Sixteen hits a pile of snakes, and eight dagger damage. It is All right. slashing. All right, so I'm going to do four damage to the snakes. Or piercing, I guess. Okay, got it. Same. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all set? Yep. Guess what? It's team distended corpse. Woo! Go fighting corpses. Uh, the corpses <laughs> shamble in. Uh, the corpses are rather slow. I need to just measure. Did I put any of the corpses far enough away that they can't get to anyone? Uh, Jane, are you still controlling Argal? I am. Get his step lock ready because he's about to be in a corpse fight. Corpse fight. He doesn't like it. Well, you know, it's not about. Or I guess Tony. Does he like it? Uh, I don't know. He doesn't. He doesn't have a lot of personality. Um, sorry, Argo. Um, it's you're okay. You're not well served by the narrative. That's is. Is that what he is? Is he a, an Italian plumber now? Um, no, so. that's a, that would be. It's okay. It's a me, Argo. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So 
the I will tell you that the corpses, until they explode and are full and unleash snakes, are of limited um, ability to do things. So I'm going to roll a bunch of attacks for them. Uh, Broldish attack coming on you. Nineteen. That hits exactly. Uh, you will take two bludgeoning damage as just like a wet fist like slugs you across the jaw. Can we Gross. fight these guys without killing them? Because they don't seem to hit very hard. I say po- we just walk away. Pony, 13. Aragal, um, 14 and 13. Androdite, 15. And Lena Delina, critical fail. What What's, was it on Pony again? I think it was 14. And Aragal, okay, what is Aragal's AC? That hits. It's like 15. So did he get by hit by one of those? No, I don't think so. I think I said So is it two damage no, to, to anybody then? Yep. Okay. Pony got hit, you guys. Has that happened? You guys like did. That. You did That's all leave your. Before. You left your pets kind of like uh, your pets and highly trained assassin. Eh, trained <laughs> assassin. Um, we a bit we're not the there. boss of him. We didn't leave him anywhere. He stayed there. All right, that was Team Distended Corpses. Next up, it is Elevor. Um, I feel like you have spent a lot of time talking about plans. So far, you have only had, you've not even had a full round. So you're kind of a ways from, shall we say, implementing a plan. But um, yeah, Elevor, take it away. Yes, uh, so here's what's going to happen um, with Elevor. So you see this uh, sort of green glow in Elevor's irises. And there is uh, sort of, the again, I always say the smell of ozone. It's sort of an electric smell around him. And suddenly, um, his, his teeth seem to kind of grow a little bit, just a tiny bit. Uh, his, his teeth get sharp. And maybe it might look like his, his tongue's a little bit forked. And Elevor shouts out to uh, the area around him. Um, in Where's my snakes language, at? <laughs> in a language that uh, no one here seems to understand, but parcel perhaps, <laughs> perhaps it is parcel tongue. Listen to me. You must go. You are in danger. And if you'd like, I can roll a persuasion check. Absolutely. I would like a persuasion check against these snakes. And I will tell you, there's only one swarm of snakes to hear you hear that right now. I don't think any of the swarms inside corpses can hear that. Hmm. I'm going to I'm going to use my inspiration that I just gained. <laughs> you can wait and see the result. Oh, you can friends. Um, so I rolled a 23. Um. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you, your argument is that if they are inside of the, uh, the corpses, then they cannot hear. That's kind of, oh man. So the whole reason I wanted to do this is that to unfair? try and get, no, it's not that it's unfair. If, if you feel that that's, that's reasonable. I was just thinking these corpses are like holy and I don't mean holy as in cross your heart. Oh, I mean, structurally unsound. Yeah. Structurally <laughs> unsound. And therefore they can hear you know, he's just trying to baby Einstein them. <laughs> All right, exactly. here's, here's the challenge. I think you have holy, holy, the other holy, uh, convinced this swarm of snakes 
Uh, however, the swarm of snakes may not be alive very long. Uh, so there's the question of will this swarm of snakes have the opportunity to pass the message to other snakes? Gotcha. I'm going to say, Elevore, you know what? Um, the swarm of snakes that is closest to you is also that is inside the uh, the distended corpse that's fighting your dog, <laughs> well, or <laughs> Imra's dog, uh, right. has also heard you. Um, but I think the other ones are far enough away in the middle of a battle and inside a corpse that's that fair. I think um, I will say that probably you would have advantage on persuading other snakes in the future. How's that? Okay, cool. Yeah. And we're going to count this all. That was all a bonus action because snake diplomacy is something I give out left and right in my Dungeons and Dragons games. <laughs> in, it's in the rules. So it, it would be a bonus action, except that I had to cast Speak with Animals to talk oh, to them. Okay. So mm-hmm. that counts as my action. But um, I don't think Elevore is going to move because um, he kind of wants to be central to these. So, mm-hmm. well, actually, I think he'll move up a little bit so that he can get mm-hmm. closer to where broldish and the other corpse is so that he can try again with these mm-hmm. these snakes do we want to um, pop the corpses so that elevore can ooh, make his case yeah. um to all of the snakes pop friends friends corpsmen lend me your do, do we tell i mean did it did it have effect on that one on the one snakes that are actually there? oh yeah yeah that's a good question do, so, i mean would somebody like to, like to roll nature to see if those snakes have been swayed I think oh. Elevore should do it because it's Elevore's turn. Yeah, yeah, I will definitely roll a good old nature check for you here. I have decided, and this is going to lead people to ask further questions about our life experiences. What's uh, with these he, nines? <laughs> um, the snakes do look a little less aggressive, but hard to say what's going on. It may just be that you've defeated a lot of them. I, I Here's my reasoning, people. This is for the listeners. If you're a swarm of snakes, stay with me here. You're a swarm of snakes. You're inside a corpse. A druid is talking to you in parcel time. My reasoning is if you are inside the belly of a corpse, flesh is relatively dense. And it's a little bit like if somebody was trying to talk to you underwater. You would hear stuff, but your ability to comprehend is limited. Just (laughs) think about it. I think, listeners, you've all either been underwater or been a snake swarm inside a corpse. (laughs) And sibilant noises. Mm-hmm. Like like yeah. S sounds either carry the most or the least, that's, but I don't remember true. which one it is. Um, I am also I think because when it's underwater. It's not a lot. I'm gonna say uh, uh, Elevore because that was a great character moment. You can also have inspiration. Yay! Because I'm trying to remember to do that more. Um, also, you guys have kind of raised the bar by being excellent across the board. So you're punished for your own <laughs> <laughs> for well failing played, to man- failing to manage my expectations. Eden, <laughs> um, Elmore, anything else? I know we uh, we stopped to do a bunch of dumb stuff on your turn, so I want to make sure you got to do everything you wanted to. So what I'd like to see is you said that I think it was this um, bag of bones with the snakes inside. Yeah, do you want me to put a snake charm symbol on him? Uh, or can we see the snakes? Do you are they still inside and thinking about leaving, or did they come out and they're thinking about leaving? They're inside a corpse. Okay, so I guess yeah, charmed works. Um, all right. Uh that's what the green dot represents. Argal. Um. Yep. I'm. I'm thinking what he's gonna do. You see, Aragal has a very poison heavy kit. <laughs> mm. Um, and I suspect. That the snakes are where the poison is born. Um, so <laughs> I read that in a book once sometimes. <laughs> in, indeed. Um, so do we want to 
pop the corpse is. <laughs> or maybe want is a strong word. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pops the corpses is a very evocative phrase. I just love it. There's, there's a lot it. of things competing for title in this one hour, um, but that's up uh, there. Yeah. Um, or do we want him to stab some snakes, considering that all of his damage will be nerfed? Yeah, it's hard to say. There's not exactly what we call that, good choices here. Mm-hmm. Now that we, we have Elevore being able to at least communicate with the snakes, I'm sort of on the side of popping the corpses because I can do it. I had been I had been thinking that we should run away, but then I had the thought, what if uh, what's her face comes upon us yep. as we have gotten away, and then we also have seven piles of snakes uh, to yeah. fight? Yep, uh, that ain't good. So yeah. that that ain't what you want. So I'm um, thinking Argal should you know use his his blades to uh, pip pop. Okay, um, he's gonna multi-attack. Uh, he's going to go for this bad boy up to the north. All right. Um, Argyle's got two corpses next to him. You'll start with the yep. northern one. Is I don't and think Argyle's gonna have bro- any ch- ch- trouble hitting these. Their AC is ten. Okay, yeah, he hits th- that th- one. Um, oh, and he crit fails on the second one. So all right. Thrilled to see how that shakes out. <laughs> um, so on the first, he is going to do six piercing damage. He slays that corpse, and the traditional corpse gift of a pile of snakes appears. Okay. That's why I don't um, go to funerals. Uh, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yep. And then he is going to... Let's see, can he, I don't think he can disengage or do any of that good stuff. So, um, yeah, so he has summoned a lot of snakes and then um, completely whiffed on the second one, presumably because he knew it was going to happen, but it was still very upsetting when it did. There's no, Uh, like, uh, there's no way to be prepared to murder something and have it be full of snakes. It is... Mm-hmm. The worst pinata party you could ever be invited to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's a rogue. Titles. He is a short sword there within five feet. It yeah. should have been easy for him, but um, yeah, it was right. just too terrible. So that was Argal. Yeah. Um, Samus, you want to you want to eat a pile of snakes? Uh, Samus is going to run straight at the um, flesh bag to pop it, the one that's behind, pop it like it's flesh, pop it like it's flesh. Um, I regret having said that, I think, but it happened. <laughs> your good. your just... regret is appreciated and acknowledged and will be put on file. <laughs> um, let me see. I always forget to bring up the saber tooth. Uh, all right. I've I'm got sorry, which, uh, which corpse bag did oh, you want to attack? You've got some solvable... Can Go I, ahead. Can I just want to, I'm thinking this through a little bit. Like, if we want to pop all the corpses, oh God, why am I saying this? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I mean, me using a turn on dead thing is going to, they've all Instantly. basically got one wisdom save. And if not, they die. <laughs> so I can oh, do that so very effectively. Pop. I'm wondering if maybe Samus might have better luck killing some snakes. I'm afraid that if I, uh, Samus is afraid being that, She's so closely linked to Elevore that if Samus attacks the snakes, it's going to lessen mm. the chance that the other snakes fair point. will want to cooperate. Listen. 
Although, how, how smart are these Elibor things? did say the snakes are in danger. That's so true. Maybe so they're in danger Elibor from Samus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could be saying, yeah, and then Elivor can use that in his next turn. Uh, okay. I'm Elivor, druid and lawyer. No lawyers in Barovia. You uh, provide the, the first snakes. one. <laughs> you provide the snakes. We'll provide the saber-toothed tiger to start the war. <laughs> so. Samus runs directly at this pile of snake. Yep. Oh, wait. Should I go after that one or the one that's over by Aragal? Got a lot of, I you think got we two, should... two snake opportunities here. It's up to I you. Kill, let's kill this one. If All we right. can. Um, so Samus runs straight at that one. And... Da, 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 da. We will do, uh, that is not where I want to put that. I started typing into the YouTube chat with my roll. So that <laughs> Someone out there hey, in the listeners, roll, YouTube, uh, roll quick, a 20 side die. What's your favorite numbers? Micah. Randomly generated numbers for Micah. 20. <laughs> 20. True randomness. 20. All right. Uh, 16 to hit. That hits. Okay. The target needs to succeed on a DC 14 strength, sa- strength saving throw. Or it gets knocked down. I don't. Or, yeah, uh, I guess it's already knocked down. I mean, well, I'm, I'll roll it, but I don't know how many. All, all the snakes fails. go belly up. All right. Well, yeah, so they're then, kind of they're scattered. They're disorganized. Uh, Samus gets to make two attacks with advantage uh, because they are disorganized snakes. I guess. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing worse than that... unionized snakes. <laughs> These are that's not unionized. Not, that's snakes. not added. Yes, currently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a special thing for a saber-toothed tiger. Where if the target gets knocked prone, the tiger gets to make one bite attack as a bonus oh, action. Okay. So I'm just going to roll a Did normal... Did you do damage with the knocking them prone? Um, not... Oh, yeah. So I'm about to do that damage. So do that, that damage, because was... that may just yeah, kill the snakes. Here comes the damage. Here comes the damage. 14 damage. All right. Uh, Samus lunges into the pile of snakes, and it's a little bit like... If you ever run a head of lettuce through a paper shredder, it's like that. <laughs> Um, there's just bits of green everywhere um, and the snakes are no more beautiful and with them dies the dream of peace peace between snakes and druids Samus is very pleased and remind me is it our edition of um, Dungeons and Dragons where you can use all of your move speed it is indeed as as long as you're not Worried about provoking opportunity attacks, which you're not. So if Samus needs to move, if Samus wants to run somewhere, (laughs) Samus probably has to go back to Elevore. Well, let me follow that up with another question, which is: Are we trying to keep the snakes like over there? (laughs) Should we? You may want to be moving. (laughs) Should we come back towards Imra, basically, and like and try to sort of shore up our defenses there, as opposed to being amongst all the snakes? Okay, Mm -hmm. Samus will just move over. All right. Crucible yells to me. Follow up <laughs> amongst all the snakes. The title of my memoir. <laughs> so you have your backs up against the uh, ruins of this church wall here. You could probably clamber over that if you wanted to, which I bet snakes might have a hard time traversing. Uh, corpses would have a real hard time. They're not. You look at these corpses that are just l- l- heavy with snakes, and it's like you do not see a lot of climbers in that bunch. I'm just imagining a gym class, and it's all corpses full of snakes and they're all trying to do the rope climb and it's just it's just real sad for everyone there's one which is like anyway. a pair of arms but they got torn off and they're just yeah. on the rope yeah. oh and there's just a sad guy just sitting there with his belly go- hissing um <laughs> real, real i feel like i'm real evocative tonight. i'm gonna be sleeping um, tonight yeah Roldish, it's your turn. Save us from from my madness uh okay well so first of all pony is going to disengage 
All right. And come over with his friends. Uh, or the people he hangs out with, anyway. Uh, I'll remind um, you that the, the corpses are not very threatening if you want to just walk away from them, too. Well, Pony, Pony's got nothing else to do, so Pony's going to disengage. And Pony doesn't have very many hit points, so even taking two more hit points would not Pony, be great. Yeah, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So, oh boy. Oh, Brildish. <laughs> oh Correct. Correct. Uh-huh. Let's see. I mean, on the one hand, Brildish really doesn't like to walk away from the fight. On the other hand, Brildish saw how fast that first one went down to Imra. So it's like, it's not even really that much to walk away from. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think Brildish will just stomp away um, from the one next to her so he can take a, an attack as she trudges right. off. Uh, it does not hit you. It rolled an 11. Okay. Now, I will and tell then, you, you didn't trudge very far. You're probably still within trudging distance of a corpse. Yeah, and I'm, I, I'm thinking... You, I, you I saw these advance gonna... on you. There, I'll yeah. just tell you, you know their speed is 20 feet. Okay. Which is slower, um, I think, than all of even your most... Do you want to get over the friends. wall, Yeah, actually, I'm going to say that Pony actually went farther than... Okay, so, sure. Let's see, five, What is... Speed here. I believe that a pony is faster than a snake-laden corpse. Yes, the speed is forty. He can't quite get all the way over the wall, but he can get to the wall. All right, it's probably hard for a pony to climb over ruins of a wall. Okay, so pony is headed for the the churchyard. Um, There's like a a wrought iron old fence around the church. Mm -hmm. Pony's headed for that. Can you clarify, Tony? uh, What? So this part. So uh, yeah, let me clarify. So you've got you're in the churchyard. There is a wrought iron fence on the north, south, and east sides of the thing. Oh, okay. It's also not very high. It's probably full of gaps, so I'm not even super worried about that for you to traverse it. There is the foundations and like the ruined walls of a church is the structure to mm-hmm. the west mm-hmm. of the churchyard. Gotcha. So oh, I see. Uh, I think that would be if you wanted to like take cover behind that or climb over this wall. You know, there's windows or doorways enough that you can just scramble over it, and other creatures might have a harder time following you into that wreckage. This is the ruins of a church. Okay. Does that uh, line up? Is that, of, yeah, you. I'm, which, which way was, was Crucible sort of gesturing? I think like, behind the, I think you want to head towards here because that seems like a more okay. defensible position. All right, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Okay, so Pony can actually get pretty far. All right, He's and Pony could even he, probably he take the scrambles. long way around. Mm-hmm. So Pony, Pony heads south out of the churchyard and finds a, a doorway into the church, because I think Pony is probably bad at climbing walls, because he's a pony. Yep. Seems like a fair assumption. Somebody's going to be right in and be like, let me tell you about climbing ponies. Um, and I'll be like, right. that's not the kind of pony this he is. is. He, he is like, he looks like a mountain pony. He's a celestial pony, but he looks like a mountain pony. Mm. Um, so Brildish is going to go clamber over the wall and turn around and ready an attack. So if... If either snakes or mm-hmm. shambling corpses, distended corpses, or any kind of evil mm-hmm. type thing comes, tries to come over this wall, like she's sort of positioning herself where there's kind of like a, a dip, yeah, in the uh, in the wall, so she can you know sort of tank right there. Um, let's see, put herself right there, uh, so that once everybody else gets in here, hopefully mm-hmm. she can. You got it. Help, Imra. Okay, I think I'm going to have Androdite run into the church. 
Do you think she can leap over the wall or is I, it I, too? Yeah, I think so. We'll have we'll have Androdite okay. do a quick. Mastiffs are big. Af- athletics yeah. check to get over the wall, but I think it will be non-challenging for a dog. Okay. Uh, now, so... and now Androdite did just run away from a corpse, so the corpse is going to swing at Androdite. Yeah, unless she wants it, to disengage. Unless you're using the disengage, which I guess why wouldn't you? Because yeah. I would use my turn. I would use your. Oh, action. would it? Oh, yeah. Huh? Okay. They share. They share. Androdite. Yeah, Androdite doesn't get her own. Androdite is not Samus. I don't actually it. know how Pony is supposed to work, so <laughs> I I, really I get confused know. by the overlapping uh, versions of NPCs, animals, spirit animals, companion beasts, uh, summoned creatures, etc. And Fine Steed does not actually specify in yeah, this spell, it's just, so it's it's Fine Steed. It's not explain how Magic Steed works, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> That's a higher level spell. It's yeah. not Ham Steed. <laughs> yeah. It's... So does does the shamble hit? Uh, sure. The shamble will swing at. Uh, nope, critical fail. Wow, second critical okay. fail of the night for me. I like it. Great. Um, and Andrew Dyke got a fifteen to effortlessly leaps from like does like a little mini dog parkour from rubble to rubble and through a window into the church. Okay. Rubble, um, rubble. S- how would ensnaring strike work on a swarm? Would it, does it... Uh, I see no reason that it can't be ensnared. Oh, they are, res- they are immune to being restrained. How's that? Okay. It's, gonna... it's rude, Tony. That's how a, it is. Do you have any ways of creating difficult terrain? No. Okay. That might be a ranger or a druid thing or something. Yeah, fill, the, have, fill this fill this churchyard with snakes. That would be some difficult terrain. I have some healing. I have ensnaring strike, and I have hunter's mark. Hmm. Um, and then I have piercing and slashing damage. Um, well, I guess it doesn't hurt anything for. So, Androdite used all of our move. So I'm gonna stay where I am. I'm gonna target. I don't want snakes close to us. So I'm going to target the snakes by Aragal rather than making more at this point. Um, I'll leave that to Crucible. Um, so I'm going to target with my longbow. Uh, 12. 12 does not hit the snakes. It yeah. whizzes past uh, Ar- uh, Aragal's ear and he gives you a look. Okay. Uh, <laughs> second shot was the 25. 25 hits. Okay. And that is 12, well, actually six, piercing six, damage. Six piercing damage. Ugh. And that's my turn. You pin several snakes to the ground. All right. Next up is Team Poisonous Snakes. Uh, it looks like I've only got one active snake swarm. They are going to attempt to attack Argal. Uh, I rolled a 16 to hit, which I think hits Argal. That'll hit Argal. Aragal is going to take seven piercing damage, and then the main part of the element, Aragal, needs to take a DC 10 constitution saving throw um, to avoid taking, well, he will either take seven or 14 poison damage. Depending Guess on who house. rolled his second straight critical fail, and no he's going to die of snakes. 14, it's our buddy Aragal. 14 no. poison damage to the reformed assassin, the Vistani Aragal. Aragal, like. He's just like, go on without me. I will stay. I will fight the snakes. Um, <laughs> okay, dude. Is, 
incredibly, <laughs> incredibly poor choice for, for Aragal, but Aragal does still probably have some, some complex feelings he's trying to work through vis-a-vis that time that uh, Strad von Zarevich possessed him and used him to attempt to murder all of you. Good times. Mm-hmm. Good times. Um, Crucible. So are we comfortable with turning all these corpses into snakes? <laughs> yes. Does not, Dan, I'm just going to tell you, does not seem like a good idea. It's an idea. I'm not clear why that is a thing you would want to you do. Could, well, because well, originally for... we were going to try and convince the snakes to go yes. away. You could so... ready it for Elevore's turn and then have it pop off when it's Elevore's action. And then Elevore immediately speaks to the snakes and tries to convince them to go away. Because remember, he has advantage on that. Uh, is there... It... It seems like Elevore should be going before the distended corpses vis-a-vis relative dexterities is my guess. Oh, oh that's also oh, true. That's true. Uh, I'll do that. Fine. Well negotiated. <laughs> uh, nice, Stan. Oh, no nice. problem. Uh, I think also everybody else wants to, basically everybody that we can should move into the church. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, so do you want me to just delay until... You want me to let Lena go first? I'm good with that. Lena, I think you should get in the church because Mm -hmm. then you won't be between me and snakes, probably. I love to not be between you and snakes. So the good news is... Let let snakes never come between us. (laughs) So, yeah. I don't know what you want to do attack-wise, if anything, because this is kind of a... I mean, you could always come in and ready. Weird situation. Just in case. (laughs) Yeah. um... For for a snake knife fight, Dan? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess I will, like, disengage and then just, like, backflip out into the church. Nice. Because she can't do anything normally. (laughs) (laughs) It's all rogue. It's all rogue. All the time. So I think, technically, then, I would go before Elevore, and then, I would. so I would come in now, and then pop them, and then have Elevore talk to them and run. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense for Elevore to still be there because they still need to be able to hear him. Yeah, I'm not, I don't think El- Elevore wants to show that he has like trust in them. So he's not going <laughs> to run away while he's saying it. Okay. Um, so I'm going to take pot- potentially to his detriment. All right. But- so this could be really bad, but it's a, it's an idea. There are no bad ideas, there are uh... only snake ideas. Uh, no bad ideas in Barovia, can it? Only verse ideas. Okay, uh, I'm here, so two, two, I, I'm basically within thirty feet of all of them. So Tony, they're all going to have to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, all right. Um, how many? Let's see. How many are left here? Do you, wait, didn't Five? we establish if their challenge rating zero, Five. they don't fail automatically? No, it's not that they fail. It's that instead of running away, they get they are instantly destroyed. All right. Uh, I'm going to work clockwise. Uh, I'm starting with the one that's due north of Crucible. Um, I'm rolling Wisdom, their Has Wisdom the modifier. Or... Yes. Uh, wisdom modifier is plus zero. I have rolled a 14. First one. Uh, How's that? That's actually a success since my spell save is 14. Okay. Oh, so that one is kind of not afraid of you. of you. Next one. Uh, 18. Not, not going great, Dan. Oh no. my god, stop this. Come These on. are the wisest, wisest snake corpses you ever met. They've, they've lived a life. They've got several degrees. They've read some books. This one is a self-published not author. He rolled a 15. Um, 
Are you freaking I'm... kidding me? Wow. <laughs> this one. All right. All right. All right. This one rolled a five. So you happy? No. Yes. No. <laughs> no. And I got one left here. Uh, three. Okay. So those two, the corpse is basically instantly vaporized. All right. I had hoped that would go a lot. They definitely beat the odds yeah. on that one. But are yeah. they still turned? No, they saved. So it's just nothing bad happens to them? Nope. I stood forth. I, I presented my holy symbol, and they're like, meh. We've seen meh. better. Doesn't bother me. All right. Well, you do you, man. <laughs> two fifths of the distended corpses okay. are vaporized, leaving just a pile of snakes kind of in midair that flops to the ground. I wriggling. am okay. I am so... unsure about your plan now because let you you were unable to turn less than half. Up, That's up all right. There's thing. well, uh, of what's left, I'm still it's still more them... than half. Yeah. All right. How fast or, do no, these exactly, move? It's exactly half. Snakes. How fast? Snakes are faster yeah. than corpses. All right, mm -hmm. I want to stand. I'm going to stand somewhere so that they are in between. I'm in between them and of speed are some snakes? of the friends, some of my friends. They are. They're a little. They're like fifty percent faster than a corpse. Ah, so about point. Wait, uh, one point five corpses. Yes. Uh, yeah, let me gotcha. just double check. One I assume crucible. You can't be poisoned. Uh, I have advantage against poison on saving throws, and I resist poison damage. So that's a pretty good combo. Yeah. Uh, cool. So that was my action. So as my move, Brothers I'm just trying to put never walking away from an enemy ever, ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Onatar has forsaken me in this terrible land. Mm, it's an awful place. Mm. Uh, Elavor, I think it is your turn. I don't know how. Sure I don't know what you want. Time for the snake pep talk. Yeah. Don't know what you um, want to do here, friend. Elavor is Persuade. going to move down to here so he's closer to those snakes there's still um, three there's three that you can and uh, and then from here actually yeah i'll move down and move out one um so from there i will once again say listen i cannot stop them from killing you you are not safe you must run away excuse me and then I will roll since I've got um, advantage. I'm going All right, to here's how we're going to do this. Uh, I think it's probably uh, it's, this is probably a contested roll, right? Yeah, yep, that seems reasonable. likely. All right. I mean, so, I keep, but for he's trying to convince them of something that's true. True. Like, You're right. He, in the goodness of his heart, he doesn't want us to just I'm, stand here and very slowly pulverize all, right. all these snakes. I really El do want the snakes to get away. Yeah, <laughs> Elevor, here's what here's what I'm going to have you do. I'm not sure if this is uh, mechanically that what we're going to do makes the most sense, but it's what I'm saying. Unless somebody has a compelling argument, I want you to make three snake persuasion checks for the three sw snake swarms. Roll them each with advantage. I'm going to say that I don't think it's going to be that hard to persuade the snakes to uh, to leave. They have seen some snakes murdered already. So I got um, 24 I, on the I'm first I'm going to say one. that I think you need to get like a 15 or higher to convince the snakes to, to so first first snake swarm looks stands down they, they start to disperse uh disperse that's great uh 23 on the second one wow. 24 23 and uh 6 uh 18 on the last one 
All right. So all of the snake swarms, uh, they they kind of seem to respond to your snakely words, Elavor, and um, uh, and and they say yes, yes, we heed your words, brother. Safety, slither to safety. Safe travels, brother. And they seem to kind of stand down. It's not their turn, but you know they they kind of take a, a less aggressive stance. There are still three corpses that have not been popped, and uh, each of them them have as yet on diplomatic relations with those snake storms have not been established. Elevore, but that was a a big turn as you have convinced three snakes to uh, to stand down. And I'm just yes. you know what I'm just going to remove those snakes from the map now. Okay, um, can I do so? So I I do. I didn't technically do anything. Um, well, actually, I don't know. Does rolling uh, persuasion count? I think as that was probably. What? I think probably trying to address three different snake storms was an action. Okay, can I ask the snake one more question before Absolutely. they go? One okay. more question. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any tips for speaking to our brothers? Speak loud. <laughs> and they slow their way. <laughs> All right. Uh, Elevore, do you want to move? You are in the center of the churchyard. Several of your friends have run into the, uh, the ruins of the church uh, to the west of the churchyard. I think, look. Uh, yeah, because really you can wants... always move back out if you have the opportunity. That's true. But Samus' turn safety. is next. Or Samus' turn is coming up, and so Samus could pop... Well, yeah, okay, I'll just move in. I'll just move into the thing. All right. You retreat west and scramble over the walls into the churchyard. Uh, As you go, uh, you notice out of the corner of your eye, uh, Elevore, several shapes approaching from the south that seem to have been drawn to the attention of what is going on. It is the familiar... Shapes of several scarecrows, uh, these animated okay. constructs that serve one Baba Lazaga and patrol Berez. And it seems like and I your have fight their hat. and your lightsaber wielding may have finally uh, become noticed. Uh, Elevore, you all done? Uh, yes. All right. At the end of your turn, Elevore, something else joins uh, the initiative order. There is a, the loud sound of crashing and crunching as something huge kind of pushes through the rubble on the edge of your vision through the fog that is Berez. It At first, it seems to be some kind of tree, and then it appears to be some kind of strange, like, quadrupedal uh, creature, but coming through the, uh, the, the, uh, the debris of Berez, coming in your direction, is apparently some kind of walking house. Is a walking um, house an animal? <laughs> no. Speak with walking houses. Right. I will work on that. Can you see the name of Baba the Lazaga's thing? creeping yeah. hut? I I think Lizaga's I I think I ate there at Which a I will uh, tell roadside you, stop once. You know, I don't know. They they filed so they good. filed the uh, the the serial number off of Baba Yaga and Baba Yaga's creeping hut is better than Baba Lazaga's creeping hut. Baba Yaga's creeping hut is is a hut built on a chicken leg, which I think is awesome. Uh, Baba Lazaga's hut is built on like an animated tree. Uh, oh, so, so you may have recall seeing like a a thicket of trees in the center of Berez, and this thing kind of came 
crushing, uh, smashing through uh, out of that grove of trees, walking very lopsided, like each, uh, as is its kind of like pseudopod like legs reach down, and there's a thundering boom, and kind of atop this. <laughs> huge tree-like monstrosity teetering, rocking back and forth, is a little hut, a cottage, with a light in the window. Uh, you can see several cages of birds squawking away uh, around the corners of the structure. Just a little, 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 little a smoke coming out of the, uh, the chimney of this structure. Uh, that is happening to your, uh, your southeast. From the east, there is the sound. You, you see something kind of whiz by in the, uh, the misty, uh, sky and the sound of laughter. <laughs> the end. Oh, dear. For answers to questions <laughs> such as these, <laughs> what the heck no is happening to us? <laughs> is this the end for the bo- uh, Bob? There is no Bob. Is this the <laughs> Sorry, end Bob. for the Bye, do- Bob? That's Gamma World. <laughs> Listener Bob, you're dead. No, sorry. Um, wow. Tuesday. I don't know night. any. I don't know any Bobs, and Whoa. I don't like any Bobs. Um, <laughs> is this the end for the dog and pony show? It started with corpses. It did not end with snakes. For the forces of Baba Lazaga have converged upon them here in this ruined churchyard in Berez. There is a giant creeping hut. There are scarecrows. There are still corpses brimming with snakes, which is not a thing you want to be brimming with. And, of course, one Baba Lazaga herself is somewhere flying about Perez in her upside-down giant skull. It's not her skull. It's the skull of a giant that she flies. It's creepy. Look it up. Uh, Will this finally be their doom? Have they broken off more than they can chew? Or will this new vengeful sword of light be the ticket to their success for answers to questions such as these tune in next time to total party kill the end